All right, I want to talk about um, Bernie's workplace democracy plan. And honestly, it's a really good plan. Like, it's really good. Basic stuff that you think uh, a country like the United States would have. But honestly, we have corporations that screw, screw the workers. And also, the politicians in America do the bidding of the corporations. So obviously, we're not going to have basic stuff like this. And I wanted to just go through it. All the details that he put into this. It's actually really good. And it would benefit so many workers in this country. Now, the first thing I wanted to talk about. First thing I wanted, I just wanted to read it through. And he goes in detail about the struggles. About the working class and stuff like that. Like, um... Like right here, there is no doubt union members is good for workers. Union workers earn 22% more. This is from the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics. So um, basically saying that uh, workers earn more, union workers earn more than people who are not in a union. And that's something that people need to talk about more. Because even though you're paying into a union, you're also getting benefits right back. And that would be so much good. That this would benefit so much people who want, who want more, who needs the wage, who needs a higher wage, who needs to get paid better. But honestly, we don't do that here. People is demonized to be join a union. Because um, mainly from the Reagan era, basically, during that time where um, they demonized unions as being like these mob types of stuff. And it was really bad. And ever since, unions been decreasing. And at the height of unions, there, there being more unions in America, the wages were really high up. But now that... Um, now it's been decreasing and still being decreasing. And right now, right here it says, in America today, 72% of union workers have denied, have defined benefit pensions plan that guarantees an income retirement compared to just 14% of non-union workers. You know, union workers are also half as likely to be victims of health and safety violations of wage theft and 18% more likely to have health coverage. And this is why there's so much income inequality because of the lack of unions to protect workers' rights and workers to be able to negotiate what they need to be able to live. And since most people don't know about this or they don't have a right to have a union, they don't... Um, they don't get the benefits as much as a union worker. Um, like right here, uh, according to most recent statistics, talking about um, from Economic Policy Institute, uh, when workers become when workers become interested in forming unions, seventy five percent of private sector employees hire outside consultants to run anti-union campaigns 
63% force employees to attend closed-door meeting to hear anti-union propaganda, and 54% of employees threaten workers in such meeting. So basically, the employers are forcing the employees to go to meetings that are just to listen to the propaganda of how unions are bad, and they try to make people not unionize. They try their best not to do so. And with this, people don't have the knowledge to unionize and they think unions are bad or some messed up shit like that. An employee who engages in union organized campaign has one in five chance of getting fired. Now, this is a big thing, mainly because um, if you're knowledgeable of this stuff and you wanna do something about it, you will most likely get fired and this it just shows how really messed up the system can be because just imagine just trying to organize people just to organize them to have better wages to negotiate better stuff and just to have just to be fired over it and with no repercussions to the employers it's just really horrible shit. even when workers overcome these enormous obstacles when when union elections, more than half of workers who voted to form union don't have a union contract a year later, and 37% do not have fiscal contract two years after elections due to loopholes in labor laws. This is from the Economic Policy Institute. Again, backing up facts, no feelings. <laughs> um, yeah, basically... Um, there's a lot of obstacles that come into forming unions, and even then, when you actually do form a union, there's a lot. They'll like there's a lot of loopholes, and also they will try to um, basically make like make it a long, long ass time before you actually can get your contract and stuff, your new contract. And there's a lot of shit that goes around with workplaces and Bernie's pro-union plan would also re would really be beneficial to all this. It would help out so much people. Now let's start with the first proposal. Provide unions the ability to organize through a majority sign-up, allowing the National Labor Relations, Relations Board, NLRB, to clarify a union if it receives the consent of a majority of eligible workers. Under Bernie's plan, when the majority of workers in a bargaining unit sign valid authorization cards to join a, where was I? <laughs> to join a union, they will have a union. If employees refuse to negotiate in good faith, we will impose strong penalties in those companies. Basically, um, basically, uh, um, you, the unions will have the ability to go organize through a majority sign-up. So basically, just how democracy works, if majority of people want to be in union, they should be. And, but, just a lot of shit. And then, the, um, it will allow the Labor Relations Board, National Labor Relations Board, to certify the unions, it will allow an actual board to do that instead of letting like, I don't know, like the company do it or the workers by themselves. And it just really messed up when you think about it, but 
that's how America functions. <laughs> okay, enact first contract provisions to ensure companies cannot prevent a union from forming by denying a first contract. Okay. Um, basically, what it says right here, employers would be required to begin negotiating within 10 days of receiving a request from a new union. If no agreement is reached after 90 days of negotiation, the parties can request enter a compulsory mediation process. If no first contract is reached after 30 more days of mediation, the parties will have a contract settlement through binding arbitration. Basically, if they don't have um, if they don't have a contract, they can't negotiate something. The government will most likely step in within the 90 days. And in the beginning, it says if they they have to begin negotiations within 10 days. So um, it just ensures that there will be negotiations and there will be something that there there will be the government will step in pretty much to help out basically to get this all in order because nothing's perfect unions can't perfectly have the best negotiations and companies sometimes will not try to succumb to what the workers want basically all right um next thing it says um eliminate the right right to work for less basically the right to work laws that were implemented by the republicans which 28 states passed the legislation um basically this is like workers will not get the benefit like this law is basically the workers who are not in a union will get the benefits of the workers who are in the union so basically people are not going to pay their dues and they're going to um use the the negoti negotiated um uh plan that other the union workers have and this is basically just just to under the undercut the unions because the unions have to get paid and they have to have you have to pay your fair share and if you don't have if you don't have workers to do that because they already got the benefits of the unions that already put into the companies Basically, this will just make it make sure that um, make sure that this doesn't happen. Okay, under Bernie's plan of plan, companies will no longer be able to ruthlessly exploit workers by misclassifying them as independent contract or denying them over time by falsely calling them a supervisor. Basically, this makes sure that companies won't call a worker. An independent contractor or like a supervisor of some sort because maybe they want to work like other jobs and stuff basically just make sure that companies won't take away benefits and won't won't exploit people who need the extra jobs and stuff and we'll try to make sure uh, corporations won't take advantage of people because basically that's what they want to make as much profit and sometimes taking advantage of people will make that profit all right next thing make sure that employers can no longer use franchise or contract arrangement to avoid responsibility and avoid and liability for workers by codifying the browning Ferris joint employer standards into law when Bernie is president, his administration will make clear that a worker can have more than one employer. Basically what I said earlier, 
that if an employer employee wants to work more than one job, he will be able to, and he won't have um, basically he won't be or he or she won't be uh, lose benefits or stuff, or won't be unsafe. All right, wait, give me a second. <coughs> My throat hurts. Okay, give federal workers the right to strike. All right. Basically, self-explanatory. Um, when federal workers want to strike, usually um, they they're unable to, and usually, sometimes the president can stop the pay of these government workers. And by government workers, I mean like everybody: the TSA, the air traffic controllers, our IRS employees members of the Coast Guard, anything that works within the government, the government can shut down. And when workers of another sector of the government wants to protest because maybe they're getting mistreated or lower paying, basically they just, they screw everybody else. This is why most people don't want to protest because they don't want to screw everybody else who is working, who need the job because maybe they can't afford me- Medi- their medical bills they maybe they can't afford their education maybe they have a family stuff like that and basically this prevents it from happening all right make sure every public sector union in america has freedom to negotiate <sighs> when bernie is president he will sign the public service freedom negotiate act of 2019 to guarantee the right of public employees to organize and bargain collectively for better wages and benefits and working conditions in states like Iowa that currently do not offer these fundamental protections. And you think the public sector unions will have more freedom to negotiate, but they don't, I guess. And this just makes sure that, um, that they will have that benefit. They will, this will basically protect them. Alright, require companies that merge to honor existing union contracts. This is really important too because like whenever a company does a merger, sometimes they don't fulfill the, the previous contract that existed before with, with one of the, uh, the companies before then. And sometimes this is a really big problem because workers who would have had benefits, it usually just goes to the top people the executives and they get rewarded for this merger while the workers get screwed over in the end all right next one deny federal contracts to employers that pay poverty wages outcomes jobs overseas engage union busting denying good benefits and pay ceos outrageous compensation packages basically um the government is not going to give federal contracts to employers who are paying very low. They have to pay at least $15 an hour. And they have to have the benefits. They can't outsource their deals. Because like, if the government is going to pay a company, they should stay. They shouldn't go another area. Because like, what's the point of that? What's the point of giving you that contract? You're just giving benefits to like the rich all right next thing ban the permanent replacement of striking workers basically ban um 
banning uh, replacing workers who strike. I mean, what? <laughs> ban a permanent replacement of striking workers. Basically, whenever workers strike, this will ban uh, of them being replaced, permanently replaced, not temporarily. Like, obviously, you're going to temporarily replace workers who are striking because um, that because you just got to keep on going with the company and some people need the jobs. They need to work, so that will... So they will they will temporarily temporarily replace the striking worker, but this will ban the permanent like permanent firing them permanent permanently leaving them without a job. And next, protect the pensions of workers. This is like robbery basically, um, because pensions like that's what people earn. It goes from their from their um paychecks and to see that um to see that that bosses executives people like that to see them basically just steal money from them it's really like pretty much robbery it's like cutting social security basically whenever you cut social security the the social security whenever you're working you have to like it builds up over time because it takes off of your paycheck whenever um whenever they cut it it's basically robbing you of your money that you paid into that will go to your whenever you get older this is basically the same thing with pensions for workers and these pensions go to the retirement because they people want to retire when they get older and seeing this Seeing that it's not protected, really shitty move. Cringe, if you ask me. Stop corporations from forcing workers to attend mandatory anti-union meeting as condition of continued employment. Basically, whenever they have anti-union meetings, they want the corporations to stop forcing employment employees from going and listening to the propaganda that they're going to force into you all right establish federal protections when <sighs> establish federal protections against the firing of workers for any reasons other than just cuz basically um when federal uh the federal government will protect people who are fired um maybe they like reported something to uh, to the employer or something to the supervisor supervisor basically giving reasons like you have to have a good reason to fire somebody and if you don't um basically the federal government will penalize you and you can't do that all right create a sectoral collective bargaining system with wage boards to set minimum standards across the industries when Bernie is president, he will work with trade union movements to establish sectoral collective bargaining system that will work to set wages, benefits, and hours across entire industries, not just employer by employer. In addition, under this plan, all cities, counties, and other local jurisdictions would have the freedom to establish their work, their own minimum minimum wage laws that guarantee other minimum standards for workers basically collectively people there will be a system in place that will um 
Well, the unions, basically, whenever there's a local area where the wage has to be more than the, than the minimum wage or more than it should be, they will be able to do that. And they will be collectively bargaining each other, the workers, to do this. Kind of socialist a little bit. It's getting there. That's what unions do. It's a socialist thing. Love it. Guarantee the right to union unionize for all workers basically this is um this will guarantee the workers to to be able to unionize whenever they they feel like it whenever they want to make a union they should be able to and this will protect them instead of employers just firing them the bosses and firing them just because they want to unionize, unionize and negotiate for better wages, benefits, pensions, stuff like that. Allow for secondary boycotts. This plan reinstates the union's freedom of speech to take action to pressure clients and supply, suppliers and companies opposing unions. Basically, um, if you want to you wanna boycott, you're able to, especially with the union. And boycott the companies that oppose unions. This will protect them. This will protect you from your job. Protect from discrimination. This will protect boycotts against against companies who are exploiting their workers. Basically, all right. Allow states and cities pass even stronger labor standards than the expanded National Labor Relations Act, Employer Retirement Income Security Act. We will establish the expanded NLRA and ERISA as the floor for labor rights in this country, not the ceiling. We will not allow the federal government to preempt state and local laws that expand workers' rights. Period. Period. <laughs> period. It literally says period. I'm not making it up. Basically, uh, allow states to st pass stronger labor laws, basically, if um, mainly the, the federal government can stop the states from passing federal, federal, um, sorry, gotta do something real quick. Okay, basically, they, um, the federal government can stop states and cities to, like, basically stop uh the expanding of labor rights and stuff like that which is pretty shitty it says will not allow federal government to preemptly so if a state and local government the federal government will have a hands-off approach when it comes to them basically putting more stricter labor laws and basically making it that the workers have more benefits and stuff like that okay expand and update the persuader rule and i don't know what this is let me read it. Alright, this plan will require companies to disclose anti-union information they disseminate, disseminate, bleh, disseminate to workers and provide equal time for organizing agents. This will include the funding of third-party anti-union campaigns. This plan will also ensure that whatever contact information the employer uses is disseminated to organize organizing agent. Monetary penalties will be enacted for failure to disclose. Basically, if a company wants a third actor to third agent 
third anti-union person, whatever, to do some shitty shit to the employees, like talk, tell them about this stuff, propaganda, shit like that, um, they will stop them, and they will meet some penalties for this good shit. Alright. <laughs> Basically, I'm just like, not being, um, not being, um, civil, civil right now. I'm tired. My throat hurts. Okay. A fair transition to Medicare for all. Basically, whenever unions negotiate today, they have to, um, sometimes they have to have benefits. Basically, um, employee, um, employees want health care. So they have to have the government, they have to negotiate with their wages to either have higher wages or they will have benefits with health care. They will get health care. <clears throat> and with this, with Medicare for all, basically it will be much easier for um, unions to, to basically um, negotiate and it won't have that under their heads, over their heads of having having to negotiate their health care because health care is life or death and this will help it from from being part of the negotiating table and uh, basically Bernie's workplace democracy plan is really good it will help unionize the country and it will actually put in basic stuff to protect the workers this will this will help people basically um, just have the basic structure to actually to actually uh, be treated like a human being in their workplace. Because right now in America, they're not treating, they're not being treated. They're they're just being treated like robots basically, and they're not getting helped out. And this will help them out. There's workplace democracy, and. I, I urge people to donate to Bernie if you're in Iowa, vote for him because it's coming up. But basically, you just work if you want more, more help, more benefits for your workplace, you with his workplace democracy plan, you will have you'll be able to not be afraid to strike to form unions and you will be able to basically have more benefits and pensions because when you negotiate you get these type of stuff and this will help unionize america basically 